I've had this Friday deadline for like three weeks and I just have actively ignored it. So I'm doing what I used to do in college. Hi everyone, welcome to Under Further Review. <laughs> Everybody is spiraling but me, which is so crazy. I wouldn't call this, well, yeah, it's the result of a spiral, but I wouldn't call this particularly spiraling. I'm just like very low energy. I drink coffee, I don't drink coffee, and I had two cups of coffee today. So I'm like running on fumes and like a really intense um, pulse. Like, like I feel like I have butterflies in my whole body, but also my brain could absolutely crap out at any moment. That's where we are. That's Mike Rose, everybody. That's Mike Rose, everybody. That is who we are today. Um, it is just us. We chillin'. Just us meeting, not Mikey C. Mikey C's not here. Yeah, Mikey C's got some stuff going on, and that's okay. We all need our time. Um, busy. He busy. Whatever. Yeah, I know. It's That was part of the deal when we got him, was sometimes he's just going to be too busy for us. Oh, well. But, but we're here. Are you having a good week? Yeah, it's already Wednesday, which is crazy. I don't work Fridays. Um, so... It's Wednesday night recording this. We don't. We usually record on Tuesdays, so this is strange for us. Um, I know it's like really late too. Like it feels. It's almost nine p.m. Yeah. It almost feels like spooky. Like we are in fact in spooky season. We're and just it, tired. It kind of feels spooky. Like, tired. I mean, I work ten to nine, so I literally just finished work and now I'm doing this. So I think we're both just kind of like. <clears throat> But I can we, talk about football whenever. Yeah, this is this is audio. So uh, for reference, we both just threw our tongues out of our mouths. And that's what's happening. No, I made a noise like a... Can I get Well, that's that? true. You had a noise. I was just visual. Yeah. You know? yeah. It is what it is. But we're, we're making it work. I had a productive day today. I showered and I hadn't shaved in like a week. And I did that today. And oh boy, it feels so good. You know that feeling when you're like all smooth? After you, I shave, I shave. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, I mean, like, I think for those that grow body hair in a way that is like for vibe and not for people that just like wish it wasn't their period. Yeah. I like fluctuate between whether or not I'm going to shave or not. And when I do, I do feel porcelain. That's, oh my God. What a word. That's perfect. I, I love that. Yeah, I tend to like to walk around being like, does anyone want to see me shirtless? Because I'm feeling shiny. Yeah. Does anyone <laughs> want to pet me? Like, I feel like I'm so soft. I, I feel airbrushed today. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's Mikey's like... going to listen to this episode and absolutely rip his hair out. I can already feel the way this conversation makes him annoyed. I literally... I will be shocked if he listens to this episode. But <laughs> if he were to listen to an episode that didn't include him, it would be this one because he would want to be a part of this conversation. Yeah, he would have big opinions about it. Do you think Mikey C shaves his body, like his chest? Oh, that's a really good question. Part of me wants to say yes because he's vain enough that it's another thing that he can control. Do you know yeah. what I mean? My the other is, part of me is like he is toxically masculine enough that maybe it makes him feel more man. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, and what's so funny about that is, I won't speak for everyone. Everyone has different things that they're really attracted to. But like, when you are like feeling some type of way about men, body hair is not something that I particularly think more or less about. Like, I think it just depends on the person. Like, I just think it depends not necessarily on body type, but on vibe, like like facial hair. Body hair works for some and doesn't work for others. It doesn't always have to do about body type. And it doesn't always have to do about like who you are and aren't trying to fuck. I think it's just a vibe thing. And I think Mikey, probably based on vibe, would be more attractive without it. Or it's, or you mean he would be, or you'd think he he would think he would be? I think he would be more attractive without it. And I think Mikey might also think that as well, because he is quite groomed and well-kept in his facial hair. Well, we're going to have to ask him next week. You know, the only time I really notice it is when men shave it because you can tell there's always body hair specifically like facial hair. I feel like you can do like a nice close shave and like get rid of it. And you can be, as you say, porcelain body hair is a little bit more difficult because like there will always be some form of stubble. It do- That doesn't go away. So I notice it and I think about it when they're when it is that I guess what I'm saying is in my book, if you have it, own it. But that's just my opinion. If it works for you. But yeah, you know, what's actually so crazy is that men can do whatever the fuck they want. And they're all trash. Yeah. So like, do it or don't. I don't care. You're all going to disappoint me anyway. Yep. Speaking of disappointing uh, we need to issue a correction before we start. Okay. You you asked us a question last week, and it was a thinker. It probably shouldn't have been, but when we couldn't come up with the answer, you gave us an answer, and that answer was wrong. Oh, yes. I think I said it was Eli Manning. Yeah, so the question was the last number one draft pick to win a Super Bowl. And we couldn't, I was thinking Eli. So I was on your page. I was thinking it was probably Eli and Mikey. I can't speak for him. I don't know what he was. Mikey thinking. wasn't listening to me. Yeah. That's more, more than likely. Um, and it was, it was brought to our attention that it is Matthew Stafford, which yes, it's feels true. really obvious now that I think about it, but I like to somehow, I don't know why maybe it's like, my complex of like Matt Stafford being like this homegrown story who you kind of have to root for. But like, I forget that he has a Super Bowl ring. So I think the confusion, at least in my brain, is I was thinking of um, quarterbacks that won Super Bowls with the team that drafted them first overall is where my brain was thinking. I see. And not necessarily did a first round well i mean what i said was did a first round pick win a super bowl yes or no so i was still wrong but my brain was thinking of who the who, team that like drafted a, and so the, the quarterback like who had the team that was like like the team that they you know you think like who took like, them first pe- with the broncos or eli yeah. with the jo- people who spent the bulk of their career like aaron Rodgers will be known for his time with the packers kind of thing like that right. you know I understand. So, like, I think we didn't think I forgot about Matthew Stafford because he was a lion. 
and we often don't talk about that anymore. But so that was the mistake, but I'm still wrong. I I'm mean, still wrong. I mean, we, we both, I'm, I will take, I'll take it with you. I, I couldn't come up with it. I, I forget that Matthew Stafford was a Ram on that team that. Remember I, the St. Louis Rams? Oh God. You remember, uh, the the oakland raiders shut the fuck up okay let's just talk about i don't want to do this anymore yeah, it's stressing me out <laughs> let's talk about we can talk about last week and then i want to get into this week because this is the first week that we have um buys this yeah. is this is the first week that we're looking at bye weeks for we're not going to talk about fantasy football probably but you know this is the time where people start getting mad at fantasy football yeah. I mean, but it is interesting also. I thought there was some interesting stuff on the injury reports and whatnot. So I uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. So some... it, things are things are getting serious and I have so much to talk about for this week. All right. Football. Well, where do we want to oh, gosh, I'll I'll give it to you. Where do we want to start? Okay. So I want to bring up something that we this I'm gonna start spicy here. It is okay. a little bit controversial, but we talked earlier about comeback player of the year and how Damar Hamlin was, I think, in negative, in a, like negative something to win a comeback player of the year before the year. Like everyone and, just kind of assumes he's going to win it. And we were like, is that right? And the consensus here was like, why not? Who cares? I'm starting to actually feel kind of differently about it. And the reason is, at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. I think it is strange that DeMar Hamlin, I think, just played his first snap with the Bills this year. And it's hard because typically in the past, the comeback player came back and played, period. For like the season. Yeah. And something that has come up in my brain in this thinking is is this not a middle finger to tua right now who had very serious medical scary medical issues that happened last year and is playing at a top five level i think he's top three in the pff across the board in quarterbacks right now he might be number one i don't remember mm. um two is having an amazing year he did not die on the football field like damar hamlet did so I still understand that the, you know, that night was very, very upsetting for for everybody, um, and how symbolically Demar Hamlin should be it. But I'm starting to I'll be a little upset for Tua because I think Tua is comeback player of the year right now. I I if I remember our conversation, the question that we posed was, does Demar Hamlin I think what it came down to was, does DeMar Hamlin deserve it, period, full stop? Mm. Are we okay with giving it to him, period, full stop, even if in, like, there there are really good contenders, you know, like like we would in a normal year consider, you know? Like, mm -hmm. this, this was obviously, like, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, an extraneous circumstance. It's it's a special circumstance where this horrible, terrifying thing happened. And so automatically, like, that's the answer. Um, 
it's also like, it's a weird discussion to have because it's not something that I feel like most players are out here competing for. Like, no. it's not like, like, it's not like, you know, there are people walking into veterans walking into camp and into the season and being like, oh yeah, I want to win comeback player of the year. Like, it's just something that happens, you know? It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. Like it's they want to come back, sure, but they're not competing for this fucking trophy or anything. Not like defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, et cetera. Right. And so the other it's like, oh, so of course we're gonna give it to Damar Hamlin because A, it doesn't fucking matter. And B, this was like this special circumstance where this crazy fucking thing happened. But I think you make a really good point. And also pair that with, like you said, right from the top. It is week five right now. And and in week four, the dude just kind of started playing. So like that's four weeks where he didn't. And again, not saying because he couldn't. So I get it. Like you gotta be cleared, you gotta whatever. But Tua has been playing consistently well all season and did have, I mean, he had injuries. Do you not remember that, the that visual? changed protocol. Yeah. yeah. No, of him had... hitting the ground and he like recoiled his fingers and eh. Right. Like and that was horrid. And Damar Hamlin had like his injuries did absolutely spark a lot of change within the NFL. But like two was, I mean, it was twice, right? It was, it was twice. two really bad ones. And that changed the landscape the, the it NFL. changed the rules like no. it changed the the game so i mean i think i think you make a very i'm i can't really argue with you here i i think you make a very valid point and i'd be interested like i don't i don't think this conversation has to take away from the how miraculous it is that Tamar Hamlin is on the football field playing. I don't think saying, no. I think Tua deserves comeback player of the year takes away from the incredible feat that Tamar Hamlin overcame over the course of the last handful of months to be back Absolutely. on the football field. Both of those things can be true at the same time. But if you are asking me who my vote is, I am. I would vote Tua in this moment. I mean, I think it's a, a great question. And I don't think like this is, I mean, I guess my next question for you is like, are there any other contenders at this point? Like, no, I don't think so. Calvin Ridley week one was. Gosh. Oh. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's, he's not. He's not been bad, but he's not been amazing. So that was something I was thinking about. Um, come my player of the year. At the end of the day, no one really cares about it because it's like a... You didn't suck this year. Woo! Mm -hmm. um, no one actually wants it. But on the flip side, I mean, I, I guess I'm talking about the Bills a lot inadvertently, but um, Miss Josh Allen, your Bills, <laughs> Kata, and we were just saying how it's time to wrap it up for the Bills, but I don't think that's true anymore. Were we saying that? I don't remember saying that at all. Girl, don't play with me. I knew we they all were going to win that game, but we did all agree that they might not win it as handily as they did. And not the game. I'm saying they're Super Bowl contenders. Heavily. Oh, no. I know. How many years in a row have I called this shit? But this was the one year where you were like, I don't think I can do it. Well, because I knew that if I if I did it, then it wasn't going to fucking happen. I'm tired of calling it and being wrong. Like, that's it's the same reason. Honest to God, I and by the way, guys, we're going to 
we're going to have a special guest a little bit later, but, um, <clears throat> but one of, and, and you know what I'll spoil That person is my boyfriend, Mike Brown. Mm. Um, we're not going to talk to him a whole lot, but, um, he is going to be a guest picker for Mikey this week. Anyways, what I'm getting at is every time he sits down, he went to Notre Dame. Every time he sits down to watch a fucking Notre Dame football game, they play terribly. It's when he gets up to walk the dog that things turn around. It's been several weeks. Like, I'm not superstitious like that. I really am not. But at this point, it's getting kind of hard to prove that him watching the game isn't affecting the score. And I, I'm forcing myself to adopt a similar philosophy about when I say the bills are going to be good versus bad. I'm, I'm forcing myself to, because I want them to be so good. And it turns out like the second, I believe that they might not be as good as I've always thought that they were. They're really fucking good. They won by 28 points. And they're rolling multiple teams. And not only that, but it's funny because we were saying the bills times up, they're going to start burning out. You know, they're going to start losing players. They're going to they're going to have a fallout. And we were saying how the Bengals are like still in fighting territory. But I think those narratives are flipped. I get Joe Burrow is injured, but Jamar Chase's comments about Joe Burrow are the comments I thought Stefan Diggs was going to make to Josh Allen. But it's off flipperundo. And now I just don't know what I mean, like, can we remind the audience what he said? Something shady. Like, I think he said, I'm always open. Uh-huh. I'm always open. Like, damn, cold. Yeah. Mark Chase said that, uh, said that to reporters. And, um, yikes. It's so getting I, sassy we'll see. out there. And, I mean, as we continue to talk about, well, this team isn't, the, isn't in the AFC, but they all feel similar to me because they all were Super Bowl contenders at the same time. Then the Rams. look really solid and they have cooper cup coming back despite the fact that they just found a star wide receiver and now they're going to have two star wide receivers Mm -hmm. in a team that's really successful so like it's october we're out of september football it is when it gets real and this all is looking very real to me well, I will say, I mean, you know, again, we talk about the Bills. How we're worried that players are going to start falling off. They've got no injuries to report. The Rams um, this week. I mean, again, Cooper Cup might be coming off IR, but Stafford is questionable. Um, he had a hip situation um, during overtime this past weekend. Um, Tyler Higby is questionable. These are, I mean, I I think they're going to be running the ball potentially a lot this week. So we'll see how that works for them because I, I am curious. I, yeah, I, don't I know. mean, I will uh, correct the, the reason the, the, the injury report doesn't say Tredavious white being out because Tredavious white is now out for the season. So they did have one bad hit. That's right. Yes. But yes. the bills famously, I felt had a lot of depth at corner anyway, coming into mm-hmm. the season. I mean, replacing Shredavious White is really, really challenging, but it, nonetheless, they, they are not the team this podcast expected them to be literally last week. The Bengals are not that, and neither are the Rams. So I guess we're going to see. And yeah, I'm, I just, I do feel the need to defend myself. I knew that they would be good. I, I was, I think, uh, you know, it all goes back to, 
the week before last at week three, when the dolphins had that blowout game and we were romanced by how stunningly gorgeous that was in such a way that it became a dangerous pick to pick the bills this past week. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that's, that's bullshit, but you know, whatever. Okay, Um, fine. (laughs) You know what? Also really, I'm going to make enemies today. I I feel like I'm going to try and make enemies with everyone today. Uh, Do we know anyone that works at the athletic in, in their football division? Um, We know an editor at the athletic. Okay. The athletic NFL team rankings are always bad. Okay. And I have, and I, I will say that to someone's face. If you find a face for me to say it to, Uh, because putting the 49ers first is good. Fine. Putting the Eagles second. Like you're not watching the game. You are such a hater. Watching. Like I can tell me you're not watching. Get the condensed version on NFL plus it's 20 minutes. Watch it. How are you going to tell me that the Philadelphia Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles, are number two over the Bills, over the Dolphins, over the Chiefs that are fifth, over the Cowboys that are sixth? How are you going to tell me the Eagles? I'll, I'll tell you how. They're one of two teams they are 4 and Yeah, but who do they play? The only good team they played, and I say good, is the, the Bucs. They were, they were a solid team. Um, and Washington's solid enough. They're at 500. But, like, if they beat the Rams this week, I'm listening. I'm listening. But to put the ranking, to put, to put them above the Bills, bold. To put them above the Chiefs, bold. You know what the Eagles haven't done? They've barely, they haven't really rolled over any teams like these teams have. You can say they rolled over the Bucks, but defensively they did. Offensively, they were still a mess that week. If you watch the game, like, they're not rolling over teams like the 49ers, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Dolphins have. And amazing teams that go to the Super Bowl do that. The Eagles last year, who went to the Super Bowl, did do that. And they're not doing it. And to put them second, I think, is crazy. They should be like fifth. And everyone else had them around fifth, except the Athletic. And it's... You bring someone on here, I'll say to someone's face, but until then... All right. Well, I'll work on that. Um, I'll work on starting some fights for you. Mm-hmm. I, I just look, I, maybe they're not number two, but I don't think it's far-fetched. That's, that's all I'm saying. Talk to me. Like, like, how are you? How did you feel about this past week against the commanders? I mean, it was 34, 31. That's a little tighter than if I'm an Eagles fan, I would like against, I mean, the commanders have not looked terrible, but like, I I would have liked a larger margin of error. Well, it went to overtime. Yeah. Um. So to say the least, yeah. Um. I've said this every week. I said this before the season even started. The Eagles did not replace any of their secondaries. They kept their two cornerbacks who are fantastic. They kept Slay. They kept Bradbury. But they lost both their linebackers. They lost both their safeties. And they lost their third slot corner to an injury for the season. And it shows dramatically every week. And the reality is, I've been thinking about this all week to say right here on this damn podcast, 
If the Eagles are okay with admitting that teams don't often go to the Super Bowl back-to-back years and saying, let's not invest in secondary right now because the odds of us going back statistically are kind of low, then fine, do that. But to pretend that you want to contend for a Super Bowl with your secondary looking, I think, 28th in the league right now in pass defense... Don't I, don't know where, I don't know where you're getting your rankings. By the way, Tua is ranked, uh, his uh, quarterback rankings in, in week five are, right now he's ranked six. He's tied neck and neck, essentially. Uh, I quoted PFF. Anthony Richardson. But, um, I, qu- I quoted PFF first. Okay, off. fine. Look up but, PFF. I don't know where I read this morning, but they're like on the ladder, bottom five, bottom six, bottom seven of past defenses. It's yeah, but they're still winning games. Like against bad quarterbacks. That's fair. That's fair. They're about to play Matthew Stafford against possibly two amazing wide receivers. I think this is the week where the Philadelphia Eagles get absolutely exposed. And then Howie Roseman has to make a decision on, do I go out and fucking find somebody? Or do I just say, this is what it's going to be for the year. Sorry, girly pops. It's fine, but you have to make a choice. I'll tell you what, if I was a betting woman, (laughs) I, uh, We had two overtime games this week Mm -hmm. and it was, the other one was obviously Rams Colts. And I got to say, I, I am a little shocked that those are the two overtime. Like if two games were going to go into overtime, my money would not have been on those two. I did not think those were going to be that close of matchups. I like the Colts. People are not giving the Colts enough credit. I I do. This podcast giving Anthony Richardson, Shane Steichen, a lot of credit. And is Jonathan Taylor coming back that's okay so that's that's what's fucking me sideways right now i have a lot of questions because um man i've been playing zach moss in my flex spot in fantasy last week was maybe not so much his week but oh buddy the week before he put up like 24 fantasy points for me that was that was my stealth pick in my fantasy drafts and in as many leagues as I could with my last pick, I picked Zach Moss, t- Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor's backup and boy, that has paid off. But with Jonathan Taylor coming back, are they going to share snaps? What what's, I mean, you don't, I feel like with Jonathan Taylor, you don't share the snaps with you, our- Jonathan Taylor. You play the man. No. Yeah. In our league that we played together, I took Jonathan Taylor in the sixth or the seventh round and if I don't ever get cool. to play Jonathan Taylor, it'll be fine. My team is doing just fine. But um, that's if- bold. By the way, he's talking about a literal vampire league where your picks are at, like you have to Locked. pick the guys who you think are going to be healthy because you can't drop them and pick somebody else up if someone goes down. So that's it says a cool. lot about my roster that I don't have to worry about it because I, I have three really solid court- running backs. Otherwise, if that man plays. My, I, I'm going to brag about it. My vampire team is stacked if that man plays. <laughs> good Lord. I well, have the good. four starting running backs on that team. Well, Brian Robinson on the Washington isn't necessarily a starter, but he's my worst out of the four. And that's saying a lot because he scores consistently well and has a high volume for being technically the second to Antonio Gibson. So we're not talking about fantasy football here. There's a million other people that do that, but you know. Right. But you know, just, just for shits and giggles. But we can't move on to the game. I can't let you do that. I know you want to. No, that's okay. 
What else do you have? We do have to talk about the Giants before we go. We have oh, to. Dear. But I, I want you're in a safe space here before Mike gets here. So I want to talk about it. Um, so, like, how do you sell and rebuild your team when you just extended your quarterback? Like, what do you do? It's kind of like a Carson Wentz situation. I mean, not as bad. Carson Wentz was a fucking disaster. Um, but, like, yeah, like, what do you do? I'm trying to remember what my most recent take on Daniel Jones on this podcast was because I feel like every week I change my mind. But I still just don't think he's the problem. I don't actually totally disagree with you. I don't think he's so a I don't solution know if the either. It really matters, you know? Like, it kind of does because. How do you have a quarterback that you just invested years in and say, hey, we're going to sell everybody, um, everybody else? I, here's the thing. I don't think Daniel Jones is the immediate problem, but he's not, the, he's not a solution either because huh. there are quarterbacks in this league that are your solution to multiple problems. Um, I mean, like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is that. Among other quarterbacks that are quite talented that will – if your team is lacking in other places, they'll make up for it. And I don't think Daniel Jones is that, but I don't think you have to be that. I just think, like, vibes are bad. I mean, I watched that game. Like, I saw your head coach quite literally throw a tablet next to that fit man's feet. That was rough to watch. They're yeah. fighting. It it was that was a that was not cute. No, it's I don't think it's okay at all that we're just this bad very volatile it's a it's dark out here man yeah and 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 again like i'm i'm not trying i'm not trying to push us into the game but for the record we might like we might need to start coming up with a new system for who's picking first because i feel like i'm gonna be the first pick for the rest of the fucking season if we keep playing this way um, um you're not spoiler this week I'm not? It, no, you're not. Oh. You are right. by points, not the worst in the rank anymore. Well, yeah, but isn't it the person whose team, who's chosen allegiance That's team is tiebreaker? I uh tiebreaker. This is the first we okay, spoilers. spoilers we there is a tiebreaker to be broken, but you are not the worst in the league at, in this very moment, and we'll get to it later. But I think your head coach looks silly, like just like looks funny. Um, that's all I have to say about that. That's fair. Anything else you want to hit before we get into the upcoming week? And start I want to hit Trevor matchups? Lawrence. I want to hit Trevor Lawrence in the head. I'm so right. frustrated, so mad. Like, I, I stop. Like, one of the highest rated quarterbacks on PFF right now. But you're not. What's wrong? You're not fitting in my fantasy. I. I believe that I called this from week Calvin one. Ridley, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne. These are offensive weapons. And again, Trevor Lawrence is highly rated on PFF. That is not a statistic that you need to listen to in a vac in a in a vacuum. But um, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, statistically, you're doing so well, but the eye test is not cute. And I mean, I'm... I wouldn't call two and two so well, but... 
I mean, again, that's reducing it to the record, which is not fair at all, but, um, yeah, man, you gotta fucking connect. Yeah, it's really frustrating me. I don't like it, and I'm gonna need Mr. Trevor Lawrence, who I serenaded at the last Eagles game I went to, to... (laughs) Trevor! What a special time. What I wouldn't give to hear Mikey's voice do the battle cry of (laughs) Trevor Lawrence right now. (laughs) Miss that man. Let's play this damn game. Um, All right. So while we get our special guest on, uh, why don't you give us an update on how we're doing here? So excited. I'm sure you are. I'm sad that Mikey C isn't here to defend himself in this moment. But Mikey C did tank this week. He really did. Holy crap. Tough. Um, looking back, I don't think any of Mikey's decisions were bad, though. Um, in fact, I will say that, you know, Kata uh, picked first last week and got the Eagles, the Bills, and the Ravens, and the Ravens was an underdog pick. A reminder that underdog picks get two points if you win them. Um, and the Eagles, Bills, and Ravens all won. So it's one plus one plus two because the Ravens were underdog and Kata got four. Me! Mike Rose took the Cowboys, the Chargers, and the Seahawks, who also were an underdog pick against the Giants somehow. Um, And I was right across the board this week, which was nice. So I also got four points, um, considering... And this is where it gets really fucking funny. (laughs) This is where it gets really depressing, because Mikey C picked the Falcons, who were underdogs, the Vikings, who were not, and Dolphins, who were underdogs. And as you are aware now, the Falcons lost... The Vikings did win, and the Dolphins also lost. So the two underdogs that Mikey took did lose. Now, again, you don't lose two points for underdogs. You still lose one. You don't get, you know, you don't lose that much for taking, for going for the little guy. But still negative one per loss. So if you have two losses, that's negative two. And then if you get one right, you get one. And that adds up to negative one points. So that took Mikey from six points back to five. And that pushed Kata and I up from three points up to seven. So now the standing is Kata has seven points. Mikey C has five and I have seven. Which is fantastic because he was winning before and now he's this not. week. And, and now we are, we are still tied. We're still like twinning it out here, but the we're, we're twinning it in the lead which means that 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 mikey c in theory gets to pick first my uh my partner michael is going to join us in just a minute to make those picks and there are some interesting spreads this week to remind everyone um what we have decided is we are not allowed to pick the two high the two highest rated spreads which is miami uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This week it is Miami and Detroit. Miami is favored, according to where I am, office football pool, mm-hmm. by ten and a half, and Detroit is favored by eight and a half. And after that, the drop off is quite large. It really oh is. There are a lot of tight spread, like, and some of them are a little surprising. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am surprised that, for instance, that Buffalo is only favored by five and a half. We have a an incredibly our smallest spread this week is Tennessee and Indianapolis with Indianapolis favored at home by a half a point. So it's a pick 'em. 
it's it's a pick 'em. It really is. It could the yeah. the sports books think it'll go either way. Well, not technically. In the in the, in the scope of this game, the underdog is Tennessee by plus point five. Right. Exactly. So that that would be potentially a good pick. There are a couple of. I mean, all of these picks are going to end up looking pretty sexy. They're there are a few... close, really close. So the order for the week, um, Kata and I are tied, but the rule still stands, as we were saying earlier, that our personal team, whoever is better, then they pick after the te- person has the worst team. So Kata will go before me, but Mikey C gets to go before all of us. And that that brings us to our, our guest this week, who is my partner in life, Mike Brown. He is an NCAA football referee and a bartender. And general daddy. And I guess so. He's my dog's dad. The Upper West Side's daddy. And uh, and runs several, I would call, I mean, God, you're in most of his pools. He runs like a million and a half pools every year between his college football and NFL. And I swear to God, that's a full-time job. Yeah, he I I can see that every week he really lays out the the write ups. They're very good though. Yeah, he's he's pretty good at it. There he is. Hi, Mike. Hey, how are you? Great to you be with you guys. Ready to make some some picks and play some games? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to make some picks. So to clarify the rules for you, I'm not sure if you remember, but we can't pick the two highest like spread differentials. You, we can't take Miami and we can't take Detroit. Detroit's favored by eight and a half, and Miami's favored by ten and a half. The Giants, though, could take the Giants. You could. That's right. Okay, that's mm-hmm. terrible. Okay. I'm happen. just saying, hypothetically, you could. So uh, the order for this week, because Mikey C had a rough week last week and ended up in the negative, Mikey C is Mikey C has five, Kata has seven, I have seven. So Mikey gets to draft first in a waterfall, then Kata, then me. So you have your pick of any team you want outside of Miami and Detroit. Okay, and if you take an underdog, that is worth double the points? It's worth two points instead of one. Oh, this is easy then. We're taking the Jets. Big sleigh. Do you want to Do you want to give us the, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Zach Wilson looked like a regular NFL quarterback the other night. I think, I think maybe year three, he's kind of, maybe it's clicking in a little bit. You're not worried about a lack of consistency, not have, showing proof of concept? Uh, I don't even know what that means. Sly, big sir. <laughs> Proof like, of concept. You don't think it's it's just like, oh, maybe he just had a good game and now he's just going to be bad again? Like, No, maybe he did have a good game. He, he did have a good game. And I think he can, listen, he can manage the offense if he keeps him out of trouble. The Broncos have been awful. Offensively. They, they got lucky to beat the Bears, and the Bears might be the only team the Giants should be playing with. So. Yeah. It's yeah, not unfair I, to assume that the Jets' defense could bully, um, bully Russell Wilson and the Broncos. That's not unfair. I, I think I'm that's not, incredibly fair. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen though. I don't, I don't think the Jets' defense is all that good, but overall, they're they're solid. So they're due okay. for a win. They have the Eagles next week. They have to win this game. So it's it's Jets all the way this weekend. Two points. We got two points coming. I did. I will put on the record that when I told Mikey that you were going to make the picks for him, he told me to tell you, quote, thank you. And I said, oh, just you wait, sweetie. <laughs> Tough. Okay, Kata, if you're, you know, 
make make yeah. your picks. I know. If you're so brave, if you're so sure of yourself. I you know, there are a couple of the games on my radar, man, and I I think I just I think I need to wait to be sexy until I see what you're going to do here. So I'm going to play it safe right now and I'm going to pick the Bills. Interesting. I don't think there's anything interesting about that pick. I, I really don't. I think that's an easy point that I am happy to take. And then once I once I see what what hand Mike Rose over here is going to fucking put out for us to see, I can get a little I can get a little saucy. You know what I think it is? I think Kata knows I'm not going to take the Eagles, and I, mean, I think Kata <laughs> wants to take the Eagles second. So you I think she so well. <laughs> I think she pushed thinking neither of us were going to do it. Well, or maybe I pushed thinking that you were, and that would make the decision easier for me. No, I'm, mm. I actually would consider taking the Rams as my third pick. Um, what? I, yeah, I, I don't well, feel no, this is, we're still We're still on the first pick here. Right. Let's, let's yeah, take whatever. it easy. We'll get to it, but I, I, I think this could easily be the Eagles' first loss of the season. Very, very, very easily. Oh, I hope um, so. Cooper Cup and um, Puka. Puka? I forget his last name. Those two wide receivers Don't even play try to pronounce it. against an Eagles secondary that is one of the worst in the league right now. Like, I, I don't know why. Why I, you'll hear this in the earlier part, Mike Brown, about the um, me ranting about the athletic putting the Eagles second under the 49ers after the Bills, the Dolphins. I think that's crazy to put the Eagles that high, and that's ridiculous. So the Far. Eagles are unbeatable. They are they're, the best team in the league. You're going to win the Super Bowl this year. This whoa. is the easiest thing that's ever going to happen. Y'all are so are triggered. So loaded. You guys are now, so good. It's the ridiculous. secondary is horrible. The secondary is one of the worst uh, in the league. You're nitpicking on the best team in football. Yeah. Nah. Uh. 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 I think you're just triggered. I think you're just upset at this point because you're just assuming bad things will happen to you. We should have had him on earlier. You guys could have had a fucking fight out here. There's not, but they're statistically not the best team in football. Their secondary is one of the worst in football. Unanimously. It's not even like uh, against certain types of offenses. Just generally, every quarterback passes phenomenally against the Eagles. And the only reason they're getting away with it is sort of just because Jalen Hurts figures something out but eventually it ain't gonna roll that way and i think this offense from the rams would be the one to do it not running they're not gonna be able to run it um but i think passing wise they could uh bully the eagles easily i'm not taking Mike, either pick. listen listen <laughs> let's don't don't rush me uh but i am gonna take the chiefs over minnesota oh he doesn't even take the rams after all this talking maybe later the chiefs <laughs> on the road Against the the Vikings? Yeah, all right. I like it. The same Chiefs that should have lost to the Jets, except for the refs decided to uh, get involved in this one. I don't <laughs> mind the, the refs. We're not going to talk about the refs in, in football this week. It was like unanimously across the field, just like really messy. Um, but the Chiefs, like, listen, every amazing team is going to have some close games, but the Chiefs have rolled other teams like the Bills have rolled other teams, like the Dolphins have rolled other teams, like the Eagles have really not done, except maybe the Bucks, you could say. Like they're good teams because they can roll bad teams. I like that I like that the new kid is the only one taking the underdog. We're out here taking the overdogs. Is overdog the opposite of underdog? 
Uh, for you, Ponder. yes. For most for people, you. no. All right, Mike. Mike Brown. You get your first. Uh, listen, I saw I saw boots in the background there. So the dog theory. I'm gonna stay with the dog theory and get oh, Mike, no. Mikey C some more points here. Oh no. We're gonna so roll. <sighs> He's gonna kill us. Oh, All right, we're gonna we're gonna take the Steelers at home to beat those annoying asshole Ravens. Wait, I don't know if I can let you do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if I can let you do that. Ah, crap. Is the uh, is the quarterback out? Is Kenny Pickett out? Is Mitch Trubisky his backup? Is that why I'm picking this? Uh, Kenny Pickett to get hurt, didn't he? I, yeah, is Mitch, and is Mitch Trubisky even playing football? I don't even fucking know these days. Why am I thinking? Mitch Trubisky, I think, is his backup. Um, Kenny Pickett is the starter, and yes, he's hurt. All right, I'm, I'm staying with the Steelers, and I'm going to tell you why. The oh, Ravens dear. are on the road two games in a row. They beat the Browns last week. By a lot. By a lot. And the Steelers lost. This was a miserable week of practice for the Steelers. I'm sure everybody's been put on notice. They're at home where they got beat up by the 49ers in week one. I think the Steelers' defense shuts the Ravens down, and they win this game. Steelers, I'm staying with it. Mitchell Trubisky is horrible but he'll manage this game okay i wasn't i wasn't gonna oh god i wasn't gonna do this but now i'm tempted to be so mean and pick the ravens i also might do it (laughs) make this interesting i feel like it would be so mikey is going to fucking murder us for this shit (laughs) um And it sucks too because I would be doing it out of spite against you, not against him. And there are so many better games to pick than this one. I mean, the Ravens are not a bad choice. I, I, on my perspective, I hate to say it, but I think that's. True. I know, I know, but I wanted, I wanted to pick an overdog. <laughs> Fuck me. You mean Damn. an underdog? Because the Ravens are the overdog. Oh yeah, that's that's what I meant. I wanted to pick. I just wanted to save my word again. Um, Oh, well, now I've said it. You know what? Put me down. All righty. Ravens. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. Oh, I can't uh, believe you're going against me. I'm going to go safe. And I, I do think Washington will roll Chicago. That's very safe. I'm sort of waiting. What we say today. <laughs> I, we say today. I mean, listen, like, if Justin Fields has a game, then Justin Fields will have a game. And Justin then, Fields has been put on notice. Justin Fields is due for a game. Yeah, so he just, like, had, he just had one. I mean, yeah, but well, he had like, a game for sure. A, a, a game. game, one against the Broncos, who suck. Yeah. So I mean, we will see, but I'll, I'll take Washington, the, the the overdog, if you will. So I like that. I like that. Commanders are tough. The Bears. Ugh. Your turn, Mike. Oh, it's back to me. Yep, we're quick. Yeah, one more. Pick. And this is your last pick. Oh man, I have so many other games I want to pick. All right, we're gonna do the old read the gambling line pick, and that is the Raiders are at home on Monday night, plus one. It's an underdog. Plus one is a dumb number. The old gambling thing was if you ever saw like a a, 
a pick them game with the with the uh, home team at plus one, whether it was NBA or NFL, you take the plus one and you take the underdog at home. And we're going to do that. We're going to take the Raiders plus one at home in a Super Bowl two rematch. It's either Mikey C is going to win this game based on these picks or Mikey C will never recover. I'm literally... <laughs> or he gets slaughtered, which I'm literally will. sweating right now because now there are six points up in the air for Mikey C. No, 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 just three because you don't lose two. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you don't still, lose two. You, win six. you can win six. Yeah. But, Fuck, you know... Still. My God. All right. Moving on, then, I will pick my underdog of the week. I know that is not required of me, but hey, I haven't been saucy up till now. Well, that's not true. I was pretty saucy with my last pick. I'm going to pick Dallas against San Francisco, giving San Francisco their first loss. Oh, I'm man, I'm loving this reaction. I am. I'm repping Mikey C right now. And that is total bullshit. They just stuck that in our oh eye. Oh, my God. That is. I can't crazy. believe you guys are so overcome with this pick. I think it is very possible. The 40. I feel about the 49ers the way Mike Brown just said he felt about the Eagles. And I feel the same way about the 49ers. Like it's coming down to those two teams without question again. The 49ers are so insanely better than the Philadelphia Eagles. No, they're not. I, I think I, I think that no. it wouldn't be even close competition. We're, to we're, we're focused on the wrong thing on that one, though, for now. Dallas? Oh, Doesn't boy. suck. No, Dallas no, is no, good. No, no. no, it's picked. It's, it's a good picked. pick. We're going to go with it. Pick. There's your dog. Yeah. That's your, that's your underdog. And where's my underdog? Do I take an underdog? I mean, y'all were so crazy. You left me some some options um you know what i loved i'm just i'm still recovering from the clutching of the pearls that just happened i just can't believe you did that um <laughs> a part of me uh, as an eagles fan i i look at that game and um i don't know which one i'd prefer to win like i'm assuming that the 49ers are gonna take the first seed no matter what and so i'm a part of me is like just let them have it let them go five and oh and let the eagles get enough of a space between Dallas in the division to be first in the division, at least. Um, so I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. I'm going to take an underdog because everyone else is doing it and I don't want to feel left out. And my underdog is the Houston Texans for sure. Okay. Um, I think CJ well. Stroud is clean, easy well. against Atlanta. Um, I just think CJ Stroud has the capacity to beat Atlanta. Um, yeah. And out of all the underdogs here that are left, I'm just not that excited. Other than the Rams against the Eagles are the, uh, the second I feel more excited about. Maybe Ar one, Arizona. Uh, one I like actually is Arizona. Yeah. They I fight. They play hard. Yeah, I hate their head coach. You only say that because they won against He's the Giants. No, wait, wait. the head coach is a former Eagle, right? Yeah, I hated him when he was an Eagle. I hate him now. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, that's fair. He just like, stay with it. That's the other. Changed. There are a couple of themes on this podcast, but a really big one this season has been just how much Mike hates the, the fucking Cardinals head coach. I think he's annoying. I think he's really hot, but he's not for me. Not, my, not for me, but I, I am going to go with um, 
the Texans. My heart wanted to pick the Colts because I believe in the Colts so much this year, but they're not underdogs, so that's not very fun. Um, Who the Colts have? The Titans? Yeah. It's tough a pick. Game. It's a pick'em game. Yeah. That's a tough uh, game. Yeah, that's a. Uh, they're if the Titans can stop Anthony Richardson from running, but Anthony Richardson it can show to throw too. So yeah, who knows? He's got something cooking there for sure. Well, that's the game. So we got Mike Brown took for Mikey C. The New York Jets underdog, the Pittsburgh Steelers underdogs, and the Las Vegas Raiders underdogs. Possible six points to get Mikey C. Back in the lead. <sighs> God, it just occurred to me we're going to go 0-3. Oh. And Kata took the Bills, overdogs, Ravens, overdogs, and Dallas Cowboys against the 49ers as underdogs. And I, Mike Rose, took the Chiefs, Commanders, and the Texans as underdogs. And <clears throat> no one took the Eagles or the Rams. We, we were all fighting about the Eagles so much, but no one took them. Yeah. Couldn't feel it. <laughs> I, well, I'm talking all this game about the Rams, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to take them. But like the Rams know. are going to kill the Eagles. The Eagles are terrible. Well, I'm not taking them. I'm not going to yeah. do that. No, 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 no. I won't be. I won't be that wrong. So it's, did it's you... like you're emotionally hedging yourself. Yeah, I think so. All right, listen, I got to run. Thank you guys for having me on. And thanks, uh, babe. It's, it's been a long time since what when you made me sing those Christmas carols a couple years ago, oh. which was totally unfair since I, you know, I don't know an, the words. An episode, by the way, that has since been removed because we were flagged for copyright <sighs> infringement. And so, I do it again. <laughs> and I do it again. <laughs> we were, we were flagged and threatened to be kicked off of our hosting platform. So they removed it. Then what? Whatever. But we'll find a fun Christmas game. This, you know, between between us all a, a fun holiday game this year and we'll be happy to have you back oh well we'll see thank you very much appreciate it have fun bye, bye. he just logged off by just closing the computer. the computer like he's still in the call he's that was still... incredible well um <laughs> he's still in the call because he just closed the computer <laughs> i'll God. remove i'll remove him should i report to zoom honestly yeah <laughs> okay there he goes so that's it girlies um that's kind of what we have man i'm so happy that we got through this episode without continuing a conversation about taylor swift and that's all i'm gonna say about that whatever let that woman live i know let her live give us a follow on instagram our handle is at u-f-r-v-o-d-c-a-s-t our email is hello ufr at gmail.com if you've got something more extensive to say to us and subscribe, rate, and review. Hopefully, Mikey will be back next week. Hopefully, he doesn't axe murder us next week. I'm very much looking forward to letting him know who he picked. And uh, we'll be screen grabbing those texts. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm sending a screenshot as we speak. Oh, dear. All right. Um, but hope everyone has a great week. It is week five in the NFL. Very exciting. And we will talk to you soon. Bye.